What's up, everybody? Welcome to another week of Dirty Birdies. I'm Scotty G. To my left is 2G, Chad Ford. Great to be here. Uh, we got a little bit of cold weather out there, but uh, we're not going to let that get to us as we go into the Players' God, Championship the fifth major. this week. We'll get to that a little bit later. <laughs> Uh, but before we get there, want to give a huge congratulations to the Longhorn, Scotty Scheffler, for his second win in what three weeks? Three weeks. I I um, honestly like I was I was sitting there arguing back and forth with the announcers. I was like, no, he went back to back. Basically, like, oh, this is maybe a second one. No, it's back to back. Right. And I it, finally went back and looked. I was like, oh man, okay. Yeah, yeah it was. It was. But uh, see, this is what I'm talking about. We don't need any of these first-time winners anymore. I know he <laughs> was a first-time winner, yeah. winner three weeks ago, but I uh, love seeing the big names down the stretch on Sundays. There were some big uh, names. And, and then at, at a point during the back, like it was like no names. Does anybody want to win <laughs> right. this? Right. Does like, anybody want to win this? And do I know any of these people yeah, that the, are playing? The guys at like three under are like, man, I guess I got to stick I around know. here. Like, yeah, I at some point you got a chance. Um, but – the dude scrambled on some holes, I mean, made Hatton some almost big. Came back. Yeah. Yes. yeah, I mean, he Hatton finishes <laughs> T two at, right? at minus four. four. Uh, he was and I think when he was for a while. Yeah, and I think he was he was done. Um, you know, I think he was like two or three strokes back when he finished. Yeah, and then they um, came back to yeah, him. Yeah, they came it back was, to him. It was him, a hard so. back nine. Uh, but like I said, Scotty Suffer did a great job scrambling on some Amazing. holes, made some big time par putts to stay in it and then did just enough to uh, win the whole thing down the stretch. So, um, Chad, we're still in this Florida swing. Yep. Uh, so, you know, as we head to the players, and it is also in Florida, uh, we thought spring was here and golf season was upon us, but then, bam, slap in the face, 50% chance of snow here in well, Oklahoma on Friday. we officially announced golf season. I yeah. think it was. So what yeah. was it, 3-3, March 3rd? Yeah. We had our little – Yeah, we. that's right. We talked on the golf course and said, hey, our golf season is going to be – March 3rd through uh, October 10th, 3-3 through 10-10. Yes. And now all of a sudden we've got snow, and I don't like that. Yeah, we're going to have 50% chance of snow here in Oklahoma, and we don't Hopefully like we that. Hopefully we don't get it. But like it's I said kind of earlier, we're the not going to let it get to us because there's a great chance to go up to Chalk, watch the Players' Championship, eat some wings, enjoy some sports, mainly golf. Mainly golf. But got there are other some sports wings. on. Yeah, there's other sports great going on. Great new wings. And like I said, before we get to the players, let's take a look at last week's winners in Dirty Birdies. So, where in the Arnold Palmer Invitational, Dirty Birdies, Poke Train, got first, held on. That man is good. He's good. I'm going to be honest. Believe like, he's a mem I think Adam is a member at Carson. So, God. I think he knows some golf. Um, $101.25. He's always around. Yeah. Uh, great job. Doesn't really ever like to participate. Loves the pod. Yeah. Listens to the pod. Doesn't want to put his name Doesn't want to yeah, give his – doesn't want to give his two cents because – Well, I mean, people are picking mine. I mean, yeah. right? Like, let's let's look at my yeah. roster from last week. Scotty Scheffler and Victor Hovland. Yeah. You think people were not listening and taking if, if to heart? If they're not, they are now. Absolutely they are. So I'm I'm right there Golly, with you. I, mean, I had a top ten between finish you because and Adam, the other people were just using my players. That's exactly right. Uh, Kesslington finishes second, eighty four dollars thirty seven cents is what he won. Courtesy Flush, another uh, name that is always around, uh, sixty seven dollars fifty cents in third. B D Petty, fifty dollars sixty two cents. Friends, 
of us, friend of the pod, um, member at Oak Tree, uh, pretty good golfer, old Brian Petty is, so got to give him some love. He owes me lunch tomorrow, so excited yeah. about that. Uh, and then hey up, Petty. And then in fifth, BJ Bowen, $33.76. Congratulations to those guys. As for the chalk overall standings of the You're Still Out yes. Dirty Birdies family, um, Chad, you finished in ninth I did place. out of top ten. Top ten finish. Great job by you. I finished in 16th. I th- it I w- was actually a really good showing by the YSO in yeah. Dirty Birdies yeah. this week. JT in 19th and Keith in 29th, who got faded a little bit because Sabatini withdrew. Yeah. And then I think some, somebody him. had a horrible day on Sunday. I want to say it was Leishman. No, it was Lucas Glover. Lucas, Somebody on his <laughs> team was Lucas just Glover absolutely like uh, kind of crushed him, made him fall down a little bit. I mean, at some point. Keith like was, it was up there around 8th or 7th yeah, or 8th for was, a while. It was looking like we were going to have two top 10s and two top 20s yeah. for the YSO Dirty oh. Birdies. And then all of a sudden you're just kind of like, okay, yeah, Keith just woke up Sunday, right? Yeah. You said Sabatini and Lucas Glover. Exactly. Poor, so Poor guy. For the overall, Chad still leading this thing now at 22, 22 points. 22 for the overall season. Uh, JT in second with 19. Yep. Uh, I'm in third with 16 and yep. Keith in fourth with seven. Um, but like Chad said, man, there, we had a really good showing. Good, good uh, roster. We're trying to give you guys the names that you need to know. Yep. Victor Hovland, yeah. Scotty Scheffler. It was said I, yep. on this pod it last was, week. It was, and that's just on Chad's team. Apparently, I didn't have anybody on my team that you needed to take, but I did. <laughs> you did. I did so have some guys. Toot your own horn a little <laughs> no, bit here. No, this is all your. This is your show. No, this it is, is your not show. my show. Honestly, I can't remember who really did what. I had. I know I had Zalatoris. He faded at the end, Willie but then came on. Out, came back on strong on Sunday. Adam Scott came out hot. Yeah, um, Adam and then Scott faded. was a He's been playing so well. Um, I guess my best guy was probably Corey Connors. I think he finished T7. That's right, he um, did. So he would the have Canadian. been a really good value pick. Absolutely. So um, you would have got the two. You listen to us. You yeah. get Scheffler, you get yeah. Hovland up there that weren't the highest mm-hmm. overall guys. Mm-hmm. You pair it with Scotty, who's got Corey Connors, and all yeah. you got to do is basically get two others to yeah. make the cut, three, and you yeah. run away with this yeah. thing. There were a lot of na- – There were the cut was plus three. Yeah. So there were a lot of people that had six guys through this week. There was a lot in dirt, and not only Dirty Birdies, but DraftKings in general. Yep. You, it was a big week to get six guys through, and if you didn't, uh, you did get faded a little bit, and that's where I only had five through. Thank you, yeah. Seamus Power. You'll never be on my team ever again. <laughs> I only had five through, and there wasn't. I don't think there was ever yeah. an opportunity. Like I, I yeah. still had Scheffler and Hovland. Yeah up there, but I don't think there was an opportunity for me to get into the right. top five because the guys above, I mean. It was, Had all six. Yeah, I'd yep. look and I'd have like 106 holes left and they're still like at 144 yeah. and you're like, yeah, I ain't right. got a chance here. Yeah, and Keith had a withdrawal, so yep. it just, it, uh, it happens. But this week we head on down, well, before we get there. Okay. Before we get there, we got to talk about Get Your Bread. Yeah, we do. After we just talked about money, yep. now we got to get the – because uh, your, your guy, bread. this is this is a part of the lineup to where yes. this is your guy. Your guy was so good that I was like, I'm not picking one. Okay. I'm not following that. Yeah, you know, so right? you're just like, going to agree with me. Yeah, you're Chuck Berry. Yeah. You're playing the guitar. You're lighting it on fire, and I'm not following that act. Yeah, I, I took Lucas Herbert. Yes. Herbert, Herbert shoots a 68 on Sunday. Yeah. The hardest day, I'd say, about after shooting two over on Saturday. That was under par. He was about even on the whole tournament. I think he was – I think he shot even on Thursday. I think he was like t- 
maybe no, I think he was like one under on Thursday, one over on Friday, and then two over on Saturday, and then um, sixty-eight on Sunday. Yeah, puts a nice puts out his best day. What was that? A four under on Sunday when yeah. nobody else right. was getting. I mean, one under would have won the tournament for right. Hovland. Yeah, I mean hell. Uh, yeah. Yeah, if it wasn't a yes. 75 that he shot on the final round, like a 73 yeah. would have worked. Scotty shot even won. par right. on Sunday and, and won To finish the thing. at five. Yeah. Hobbling came into the day at seven under, so yeah. all he had to do is, you know, plus one, and he wins the tournament. Right. But, so, yeah, so, um, you know, I think if, if Herbert would have stayed around even, he's looking at the, I don't know, almost $200,000 range. Yeah. Um, and I think with him being got up there about a $300,000 Sunday. Boom. Um, so good for him. It's a great day for him for the, uh, the young gun there. So I know that 300 K earnings just on Sunday probably helped his bank account out a little bit. So, uh, congratulations to him, Chad, like I said, or like Chad said, he just going to agree with me. Takes, we both take Lucas Herbert for get Joel Britt. Britt. Okay, let's get to the players. Okay. And just real quick, you kind of hit on it a little bit earlier. Chad, is this a fifth major for you? Or, um, it, or is it just another tournament? Honestly, like, so when I was coming up and I in, forgive me, let me say this. Forgive me if my knowledge is wrong. But this is the best memory I have of the players, and I want to say it was about close – Close to ten years ago, okay. You know, maybe actually no, probably probably more like eight, whatnot. But I believe this is when uh, Ricky made his comeback, and you know, is the Golf Digest article had come out earlier before and basically said he's uh, in the poll he was the most overrated PGA Tour golfer. Okay, like, and that's voted on by your peers. And I remember vividly remember it was either a week or two that article came out, and then he goes to the players, and I want to say like his. His final round, back nine, I want to say he played it at like six under or maybe even the pat the the final eight holes at right. six under to get to a playoff and then ultimately win. And, I mean, it, it, the thing I remember about it is – and I, ple- I please, I hope I am on the right that this is – We're not going to hold you to anything. That – it was one of those – it almost felt like a major when it was coming up and kind of kind of always – viewed it as that but it's more like the stepping stone to me right because it's you 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 get it and then we we start the season in the masters right then we'll go on to the pga and whatnot but this seems like a stepping stone but it is one that everyone gears up for like it is one that you would think the grinders at least the two or three weeks prior are trying to find out like how they play this tournament right i mean you're, you're absolutely right these guys to me and all the quotes that you see out there and the preparation they don't just treat this like another tournament. Yeah. The players. It's a, it's a little different. And, and and so I don't know if it's another major. I don't necessarily want a fifth major. You probably could convince me. And like I said on the You're Still Out bot podcast with Keith and JT, is you could convince me to get a fifth major in there. Yeah. But you better do it right. Yeah. From the get-go. And it better be pretty awesome right from the get-go. It's not and one it, of those that – Let's feel it out. Let's try to make yeah. it better. No, you better you better slam dunk it. Well, and it, it, it's the same thing with, like, the college football playoff, right? Yeah. Like, don't mess with the sacred right. 
horses. Yeah, and if it, you are, to, you better get it right, and it better not be gimmicky. Absolutely, because the more and and uh, Hoppick made a great point on the Your Still Out podcast is, if you're going to do more, it waters it down. It, it does absolutely. And so, um, it's not as special if there's if there's four really special. If there's eight, not so special. More yeah. chances to win them, stuff like that. So. Um, I think they're going to have to start coming out with stuff. Like you're, you're going to understand that like winning the FedEx Cup is worth more than going and winning the U.S. Open. Yeah. Right. And right. and things of that nature. And so I think golf is changing in a sense of you've gotten so many people that are coming into it that you're good. Like let's be honest, I think it will get watered down whether we talk about the Saudi League or whatnot. But you also talk about even just the Corn Ferry Tour of how big golf is getting to a sense of. I don't think the old gates or the old guard are going to be able to hold everyone. Right. And so I do think at some point the majors will get watered down, but I think it, it'll probably happen over time, and I hope it's not a self-inflicted wound. Absolutely. Okay, well, there you have it. The players, the 2022 Players' Championship gets underway on Thursday from TPC Sawgrass in Point Verde Beach, Florida. The 2022 Players' Championship field is one of the strongest of the season, featuring 48 of the top 50 players in the official World Golf Rankings. I think the two that are missing are, obviously, Bryson. Yep. Who, uh, he went I, through. It's kind of getting tired, in yep. my opinion. And I think, <laughs> Fi and I think Phil. Phil's yeah. the other one that's in the top 50. So I think those are the two that are not playing in it. Okay. But of those 48, the defending champion, Justin Thomas, is in the field. So... Chad, also, largest purse in PGA history for an event. Really? This? $20 million purse. Winner gets $3.6 So is, I mean. And, and Take like, out the Tour Championship. Right. The Tour Championship is obviously the most. But that's right, because like it's overall. FedEx, yeah, yeah and FedEx. stuff like that. But I'm just saying that, like you said, it's, it's not a major. Not a major. Largest yet. purse ever. Well, on PGA. Yes. You know, we got to, uh, the on Masters a, isn't PGA. You okay, know, so but that's you, included. Right. Those are included. Yes. Okay. Yep. Man. This largest purse in, in, in the history. So uh, things to think about building your lineup this week that okay. I want to throw at you. We have no one that's the same. We have nobody that's the same. No lineup. So you're going to get 10 independent, 12 independent guys here. Wow. Okay. Take it as you want. Before folks. we get to that, things to think about this week for building your lineup. I would think about trying to find a guy that has good statistics as a scrambler. Because water is going to happen, yep. So you got to get up and down to save yourself putting uh, to save yourself from putting up bogeys or worse. Mm -hmm. um, have a good wedge game. Yep. There's a some some would say this is the toughest course around the greens, and you know Phil Phil's out there making quotes that you know, and I think Phil's probably one of the best around the green guys. Yeah. And he's saying this course is extremely hard. So you got to have a good wedge game. Yep. Find a guy that has a good wedge game. And then just one thing to think about. That's a Ricky Fowler story I have. Yeah. Every hole has an 8% chance of these guys bogeying it. Okay. And over half of the holes have an 18% 18. chance. These are the best guys in the world. These are the best guys in the world. So you think so it's going to be So this course can be hard. But you could see somebody going really low. and you could, But you could okay. also see some of the best guys going plus four, plus well, five. Well, and, and that's where I'm sitting there is like there's been this – momentum that's been building up yeah. over the past call it four or five weeks about these guys of yeah. saying this is stupid how crazy these conditions yeah. are for just normal and tournament it's and not the weather's fun. gonna be bad and the weather's gonna be bad so you think about rival leagues yep there we <laughs> this go is this stuff 
With that, Chad. All right. Lead us off with who you like for the Players' Championship. I am starting it off. I'm not going to the top. And okay. I, I want to say this. Like, I may – on this podcast, I may appear that I don't like the top guys. You're – you know, you're Colin Morikawa's, you're John Rahm's, and things like that. That's not it. I, I like those guys. I think it's almost impossible to put five other guys with those guys and guarantee that, hey, the John Rahm or the John Mor- Colin Morikawa is going to win this tournament. Right. I, I just think it's harder. Yeah. Is a, is a, in my opinion, it's harder Makes total to sense. use those guys. So, my top guy, he's under 10,000, 9,900, Patrick Cantlay. Didn't play at the Arnie. He took the week yep. off, but he's got four top tens coming out in 2022, and he's kind of consensusly between Vegas and um, oh, I guess you'd say Golf Insiders, probably that third or fourth favorite. Yep. He's not. He's not Colin. He's not John, but he is the one that everybody's sitting there going, "Yep," and he's defending Player of the Year. Yep, absolutely. Uh, very, in my opinion, going to be a very chalk pick yes absolutely Cantlay is going to be picked a lot yes I might have picked a guy that's going to be picked a little bit more than Cantlay and I took Colin Morikawa yeah at 10,700 by the way uh this this course I just can't build a roster like I said have good long irons have great wedges I think this is his style of play uh, and would love to see him figure it out and hoist a trophy on Sunday yes we will be picking some winners later but I think Morikawa definitely has a very good chance this course plays looks very much like his game. Right. Yep. Um, and I just I, I couldn't get away from not taking Absolutely. Colin Morikawa. And uh, I think I loved, you know, obviously with 48 at the top 50 in here, I loved who all I saw going down the list. Yeah. Now, will that come back to favor me? I, I, I don't know. But I'm taking guys that are basically hitting top tens this year. Uh, my next guy, I'm going to ride the hot wave. I don't care. Moved in the top five in the world. One last week, Scotty Scheffler yeah. at 9,200. Um, you talk about a grinder and what you need. That's all he did on Sunday was grind to a win. So um, going with Scotty Scheffler here at 92. And, I again, this is probably my favorite roster we've done this week, which means I will finish 75 out of 75. <laughs> well, let's hope not. Let's hope not. Uh, I, I love that pick. I, I – Said yes yesterday on the You're Still Out podcast. Yeah. Uh, he's my world number one right now. He's playing kinda, well. Kind of like you know, I'm. I'm the guy that's like, hey, what have you done for me lately? Yeah. The guy has two wins, and then you know, John Rahm is eleven thousand dollars. Yeah. You can't spend eleven thousand dollars on on a guy and have him finish T seventeen when it's there's tough. when there's guys in front of him that were seven thousand, eight thousand yeah. dollars. Now you can't necessarily argue DraftKings salary as who should be the world number one. Right, absolutely um, not. But my point is, is like, if you're going to take Rom, who is the world number one, you better have him finish in the top three. Well, and and that's kind of where I'm at with Rom. Like, I'll talk about him a little bit later, but he's just, I don't, I don't know what it is. He's just not as sharp as everybody else at the top right now, and he's number one. He might be playing for no. majors, and everything might be tune-up. So he right. could come out on fire, but he, he could. also sit there and go, I'm playing for yeah. later in the year. I don't care if I finish top 25 here and I'm kind of going similar with you as you took the guy that just is coming in hot who just won the tournament Mm -hmm. I'm taking the defending champion of the players last year in Justin Thomas 10,400 so I'm spending a lot of money right off the bat but uh, again this guy has great iron play Uh, both of these guys Morikawa is known kind of more as the not a very good putter yeah but this is not 
the greens that you have to be a very, very good putter on. Right. Um, if you can play, strike the ball well with your irons, have good wedges, uh, the putting game can come as as normal Absolutely. as as just your normal game, right? Yeah. Um. You, and so, uh, unfortunately, I don't have much money left. <laughs> um. But I got to figure it out. And but I'm gonna go Justin Thomas and Morikawa as my one two. Yeah. Your one two ten thousand seven hundred ten thousand yeah. four hundred twenty one thousand. Yeah. Uh, one hundred dollars. Um. My two guys can't lay ninety nine hundred. Scheffler ninety two hundred. Uh, nineteen thousand one hundred dollars. Yeah. So, so I've got two thousand dollars more right now. Absolutely. Um, my next guy, he's hot. He faded on Sunday two weeks ago. Give me Daniel Berger, eighty yeah. eight hundred, five starts, four in the top twenty, and I don't think the loss. Uh, I, you call it a loss. I think he still finished T four, T five, whatever it is. Um, from a couple weeks ago, was it the Genesis? I, I think it was. So, Gen- yeah. I think it was Genesis. Um. I don't think that's going to hurt his confidence. The guy is an unbelievable player, top ten player in the world, um, and I think he'll be vibing here. I yeah. think he'll get back to it. Absolutely. Uh, another guy, really good lo- long iron game. So, Berger, yep. I expect him to be very, very good this week as well. So, um, I'm going 8,600 okay. with Brooks Kepka. I, I toggled on that guy for a while. I don't have – I'll say this. I took him because of his mental game. Yeah. I think with the conditions that we're about to see, the fact that there is a lot of money on the line, yep. I think Kepka likes money. Yes, he does. Uh, and his iron game is very strong. I think he can have a good week here with just those two those things going I, for I him. I agree with you. Kepka uh, is one of those guys that – And I also feel like – and I don't have the stats for, the for it to, like, back it up. I'm just going off of kind of a gut feeling yeah. here that Kepka plays – better on harder courses than easier ones well it's probably one of those things that like he's he seems like one of those players he doesn't play unless he's challenged yeah i i agree and, and it's kind of immature but it's one of those things of like i i respect brooks Kepko a lot i think he i think he is immature in a lot of things but it is one of those of like he is one of the top players in yeah. the world and, and I, when he wants to be he is a top yeah. five player in the world and 2020 like again 2020 didn't happen if you guys all remember at the players i believe hideki was in the lead and like they pulled everybody off the course because of uh covid so if you think about it 19 so i'm thinking 19 kepka would finish 16th and last year kepka finished 11th okay so he's getting better and i think this course is one that he's wanting to have that challenge like you talk about yeah to go win so gotcha. give me brooks keppa 8600 Next guy I got is the computer model guy. Um, everybody likes him. He's been playing really great. I I don't like picking him, but he's, you know, he's really good. Um, it's Billy Horschel at eighty one hundred. Again, I'm riding him. He's hot. Um, he's not necessarily finishing tournaments, right? Like, um, oh, you know, he'll he'll go out there and he'll be the overwhelming favorite to win. Um, you know, that day, and he's just he's not getting there on Sunday. But that's still resulting in. T2s, T16s, T6, T11, which is basically his last four starts. Yep. And e- even if he's not winning at 8,100, I don't need him to be. I just need him to finish in the top 20. There and you go. it's almost like a lock at this point of what he's been doing. Right. Uh, I'm out of money pretty much. <laughs> so I'm going to go Russell Henley, 7,400. Yeah. That's a great pick. He's been but playing yeah, really well. I, I love the value right here. This is my mid to low money guy that I need to make a, you know, Need to have on my team to have this top yeah. top heavy lineup, uh, but he's ten for ten on cuts made and he has two top tens. So um, again, good iron play, good wedges. See what he can do. 
Um, for 7,400, I'll take Russell Henley every day. Yeah. This next guy I got um, has the same first name as your boy, Russell Henley. Yeah. Um, this is Russell Knox. Yeah. He's coming in at 7,100. He's done some work for me in the past, and basically all I mean when I say work is he's making the cut and he's finishing top 50s. Um, and, and, and let's be honest, like his last four tournaments you're talking about, he got 55th, 33rd, 33rd, and 33rd. And they're not easy finishes. This is a guy that's lower on the money side. Like I said, 7,100. He goes out 33rd at the Genesis, 33rd at the Waste Management, 33rd at Pebble Beach. Um, so I think it's it's one of those of – he is clearly not a top, you know, 30 player in the world, but he's finishing as such, and he's grinding through a lot of these. Right. And so – Again, he's helped me on the past. I'm a loyal guy. My son's last name is his last – or my son's name is his last name. I'm <laughs> I'm going good vibes here. Good vibes with Russell Knox. I love it. I'm going Adam Hadwin, 6,500. Eight for 11 cuts made. Needs to be 9 out of 12 after this week. That's really got all, all yeah. I got on Adam. Need the Canadian to play well here. Um, that's my fifth guy. Okay. My last guy is I think he has the opportunity to finish – Top 15, top 20. But he also has the opportunity to get cut real hard. <laughs> um, this is a guy that actually plays pre pretty well. Uh, last year I was I was high on him on Dirty Birdies, and I kept taking him, and he kept paying off for me. Um, I haven't really uh, gone back to him this year, but I keep seeing him on these leaderboards uh, that are finishing top 40, top 30, top 20. And that's Patton Kazir at 6900 bucks. Um he was a top 25 at the Waste Management and Amex this year. He's made five of six cuts, and then he just came off a 32nd at the Arnie. Right. Um, I think he's lower. I think he's one of those sleeper picks that even if you get a situation of, hey, Pat and Kazir are going to finish top 10 and it's crazy odds, I don't think it's a bad bet. I think, I think he's one of those guys I would look at a sleeper top 10, top 20 pick in this guy because of his odds. Um, and where everybody thinks he finishes. Yep. And great value right there great for value. Gizier as well, too. So, uh, I'm going Denny McCarthy, yeah. 6,400. Uh, had to find a guy with a good cut number for the price right. again. <laughs> He's 10 of 13 cuts made. Uh, great value here, I think, again, uh, you know, with this overseeded Bermuda, um, I think Denny could have a very good uh, score. But like you kind of said and hit on, could also see him going the other way, too. Yeah. So, um, but uh, – I think he's going to play well here, in the t but the tougher question, I think I'm, t I'm just going to have to take the risk on him more than anything because well, I want to have that top-heavy lineup. You, you with, with Absolutely. And you like the top-heavy lineup with the big names yeah. and then trying to find uh, yeah. you know two or three trendy picks to make the cut. Yep. Um, I, I have never been able to do that. Every time I make a big you know big bet on somebody, it's like they don't make the cut, and it's just so detrimental – when you have one of those big names not make the cut. And so I sit there and go, I want the lower money dollar, but a similar probability that's going to make the cut. Right. And so that's why I go with the kind of the younger, the up-and-coming guys that are playing hot over the traditional names. And I, I worry it's going to bite me on these majors, right? Because right? I'm going to go with the contrarian who's playing, oh, well, and oh, yeah, I like that name and blah, blah, blah. But – when these majors come out, it always seems to be that these guys are X, Y, and Z. Like, and I go back to Ricky Fowler. If you remember that one year, Ricky finished like second at every major, yeah. and it was like you wouldn't take him on the the regular tournaments, but every major you were like Ricky Fowler, right. Ricky Fowler. Absolutely. 
Uh, before we get to our picks of the first-round leader fading and winner, um, we do have a call-in. Uh, Joe Butter is called in, uh, used to play with us, took a job at DraftKings, so can no longer play <laughs> with us. Uh, but he's going to call in, give us two guys that he likes and a guy that he is fading. So, uh, Joe, take it away. What's going on, fellas? Thank you for having me back on. Uh, for those that you don't know, my name is Joe Butter. Uh, just one of the fans of the show. Played in the played in the league with you guys. I uh, got Scott in my pool. So again, just want to thank you guys for having me back on. Unfortunately, I uh, can't play in the DraftKings contest anymore as I'm now employed by DraftKings. And uh, two weeks into the role, they told me I'm no longer allowed to play DFS, which I didn't know. I might not have taken the job had they. Told me that, but anyway, can't play, but I can still talk about it, even though they don't. we don't get any sort of inside information, so I don't understand why we can't play, but anyway. Um, again, thanks for having me on. Um, I, I love the show that you guys are putting out. I listen to it every week. Man, it's a good show, uh, so I appreciate what you guys are doing. All right, let's get into the fun. Um, so I was told to provide two plays, one fade. Uh, so basically, I'm going to start with my biggest, my smash play of the week, um, and before I get into it, I'm going to anoint myself, anoint, I'm anointing myself, I think that's the right word, as the, basically the Scotty Scheffler whisperer, uh, so the pool that I, that I run, that, uh, Scott has entered, it's a season-long pool, you get to use each player twice for the season, I picked Scotty Scheffler at the Waste Management, he won, I picked Scotty Scheffler at the Arnold Palmer Invitational, he won. His only two wins of his career, I picked them both. All right, so I'm going to call myself the Whisperer. I'm going right back to him this week. Um, I know a lot of people don't like to play guys after a win. However, after he won the Waste Management, he came in seventh at the Genesis, which is a course that doesn't necessarily fit his style of play. Um, and then he came back at Arnold Palmer and in some ridiculous conditions on the weekend. Um, shot four under on Saturday, even on Sunday. Closed out a victory against a pretty solid field. Took down Rory, took down Hovland, took down Horschel. You know, I mean, he's a better player than Horschel, but, I mean, arguably Hovland and Rory are both better players than he is overall. And he, he you know, battled out and took them both down. Um, I'm going right back to him. At $9,200, way too cheap. Uh, he's the best player in the world at the moment uh, coming in, his, his recent form. And uh, he's just playing way too good right now. He's very confident, obviously. Uh, you know, the cliche of, you know, this win is going to open the floodgates for him. It seems like it already has. I mean, he, he notched the second wing two weeks later. Uh, so, yeah, I'm going right back to Scheffler. My other big play of the week is Brooks Kepka, 8600 bucks. Um, hear me out on this one. I don't, I don't necessarily know. I don't have a good feel on how popular he's going to be this week. But the $8,600 price tag is almost a slap in the face to the name recognition, name recognition the the win equity of this player. The PGA Tour wants this to be a major so bad. More than anything in the world, they want this to be a major. I mean, they pimp this tournament all year long as, you know, PGA Tour is the fifth major. Where does Brooks Kepa excel in the majors? We know that. The biggest purse in the history of golf, $20 million. I mean, if, if Brooks Kepka can't get up for that, like he says that he can't get up for some of these little tournaments. If he can't get up for a three and a half million dollar first place check, what what's he doing here? So he's got the motivation. 
He already said that his world ranking was a was an embarrassment, so he's got that kind of motivation. And this course just suits him well. He's been playing well here. His last four times out, he's made four straight cuts. He has two top 16s. He's top 10 in putting on this golf course. Um, he's been playing really well of late. He played really well at the waste management. Um, he's been hitting his irons really well. He gained three and a half strokes on approach at his last time out at the Honda. And I think this is just a good spot for him. He's gained gained strokes putting all five times he's played this golf course. And he's gained over a stroke and a half four out of those five times. So it's just a matter of time before he notches a victory at this at this course. He's going to do it at some point in his career. Why not now? He's got a bigger chip on his shoulder than usual this week. So I like him a lot. My big fade this week, I'll be honest with you, the 10K and up range, you know, including John Rahm at, at 11, I don't really know who I like there, who I don't like. So I'm almost considering fading the entire range, to be completely honest with you, just because there's so many, there's actually more question marks with some of these guys than there should be. I mean, John Rahm's been putting horrific, horrifically bad. His attitude is starting to come out. His emotions are getting a little bit the best of him lately as they used to, you know, prior to this last year where he seemingly has calmed down. Rory is shaky. He was awful this weekend at the Arnold Palmer. The conditions are supposed to be very similar this week. It's supposed to be rainy, windy, hard, just similar conditions. I'm not sure he's going to be able to, to shake that off after that grind of a weekend. Um, Victor Hovland just around the game is just a tro around the green is just atrocious. Uh, JT and Morikawa, you know, they could obviously win. Both of them, I mean, all of these guys can obviously win, but Morikawa and JT are the probably the safest of these five. My fade, though, is going to be Victor Hovland at 10-1. I think he's going to be extremely popular after he battled back and almost still won the golf tournament this past weekend. It's just, it's these are some of the smallest greens on tour. I think they're, I heard it's like the 7th or 8th uh, smallest green size on tour on average. And that's fine. I mean, he's an elite ball striker, but if it gets really windy, it gets really rainy, it gets, you know, really firm, um, they got the sub-air systems under these greens, so even if it rains, they can harden them out if they want to. Um, if he misses the greens, I, I just don't trust his around the green game. He was really bad this past week. His, his short game is just, it, it's terrible for someone that's, you know, of his caliber. So that's who I'm fading. I mean, other than that, I mean, you get up, you get up in this range. It's, it's kind of hard to, you know, pick, nitpick some of these guys, but there's around the green is, you know, something that I'm going to take, uh, I'm going to weigh heavily this week and he just doesn't fit that bill. Um, I mean, Morikawa doesn't really either, but he's just got that, I don't know, he's just got that instinct to, to get it done when he needs to. Havlin hasn't really shown that yet. Uh, Morikawa's just got a killer instinct that, you know, some of these other guys don't. He's, he's different. Um, so that's who I like this week. Again, appreciate you guys having me on. Hopefully I can come back on again. Maybe one day I can start playing with y'all again. Um, but yeah, appreciate it. Have a good one, guys. Let's enjoy the players. I love this tournament. I know some people don't like it from a betting standpoint because of the volatility, but I love that aspect of it. Um, you're either going to win nothing or you're going to win a lot of money. So let's go have some fun. Hey, enjoy, guys. There you have it again, man. Really appreciate that you listen to the show every week. Uh, love that you like us. Uh, love the fact that you took Kepka. I uh, like when you and I are on the same page. Um, with that, Chad, let's get to the first-round leader. Who, who do you got? I got a guy that didn't play last week on my roster. I got Cantlay. 
Cantley's going to be the first round leader. I think it's chalk to me, and I think he comes out and puts some. I like it. I I took a guy that's not on my roster. Right. Um, I, I wish he could have been on my roster. Well, the odds say that the probability that you have the guy yeah. on your roster that is the first round leader are very low. Very low. Very low. But this guy is not going to win it, but he will. I think he will be leading after the first day, and that's Matty Fitzpatrick. Okay. I think Fitzpatrick has a good, good Fitzy. first day. Uh, Chet, who are you fading this week? Who did you want to stay I talked away on from? it earlier. I'm fading Rom, okay. the world number one. I faded Rory last week. That came back to bite me. You know, yeah, like he, a little he, bit, not a really. Li- a little bit. He had a stellar first round, yeah. and then I said, you know, I never predicted he that he faded. was going to, yeah, have <laughs> the best first round than fade. I yeah. mean, he still finished top fifteen. Right. Like, that I thought Rory was going to have a, a worse yeah, time than maybe he did. not make the cut. I think John Rom. I don't think everything's going right. I think he makes the cut, but I. I just – I don't think he's playing as well. Right. And you're fading him because he's $11,000. Fa- I am. Yeah, that's, I'm, I'm, that's fa- the I'm not putting him in any of my bets yeah, or anything. That's the fade. I'm it's not saying he's, he's not going to do well. Yeah. that I'm staying away from. For $11,000, I'm staying away I from. Don't, I don't think he finished his top And I'm, the, I'm kind of in the same boat as um, – I can't remember how much he is, but I know he's in the top four or five. I'm staying away from Dustin Johnson. Yeah, I guess uh, I'm fading he him. He has not played um, well. I just don't think for the money, I his think there's mind. better value below him. Um, and I would did not. They get, did they get married? I, uh, they went on the bachelor bachelorette re- party. That's so what I, I mean. It's like he's got other stuff yet. on his mind. Um, so so I'm st- I don't know why you would take Dustin I'm staying Johnson. Staying away from Dustin Johnson. Chad, your overall winner. I got Horschel. I think he gets there this time. Wow. I think it's a big one. If I have to watch that guy putt I, one more day. I know. Time. I get it. I get it. But that's who I'm taking. Okay. He's on your roster. He's on my roster. I'm taking a guy that's on my roster, yep. and I think Brooks Kepka gets it done. I, I'm scared that Brooks wins it. But uh, I told you, I mean, Horschel was my guy at 8,100, and you had Brooks at 86. Yep. That was one of my big changes. I'm telling you right now, people, I'm taking Brooks Kepka in my DraftKings. I'm taking Brooks Kepka in my American International pool play, and I'm taking Brooks Kepka in my one-and-done for the players. So I'm all in on Brooks Kepka. You can join me. You can fade me. You can do whatever you want, but Billy Horschel, Brooks Kepka, right there on the top, come Sunday. Would love to see it. A uh, little bit longer pod this week, but obviously for the players, needs to be a little bit longer, a little bit more special for you guys. Absolutely. It's a fifth major. Yes. Get out there. Um, get the chalk. Watch some of this Thursday, Friday. It'll be up on the TV Saturday, Sunday. I know there's some college basketball going on, but great time to go watch some golf. Um, thank you for listening in. Next week, we have the uh, Valspar Championship out in Palm Harbor, Florida. So we'll stay one more week in Florida and then head to Texas the following week. But with that, again, thank you for listening. We will see you next week. Shoot them straight. Or don't.